Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. You've got questions, we've got answers. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, we're bringing real answers to help you live and love your grit and grace life. Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. I'm Darlene Brock. Hello, hello. I'm Julie Bender. Julie, how's your day been? Oh, you know, just living the dream, Dar. Living the dream. Oh, yeah, Yeah, right. Um, Are you planning anything for tomorrow? It's Valentine's Day. Uh, No, we did it early because we're actually going out of town this weekend. Yay! Yay. So we had to kind of get our date night in early. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of important to me. Is it? I feel like we don't date enough anymore. So it's like we got to come on for Valentine's Day. We need to get that one in. Got to do something right. Yeah. Yep. 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 What about you? Uh, No, No. because we don't. (laughs) (laughs) Do you even say happy Valentine's Day? Sure. Happy Valentine's Day. He usually leaves me a note on the boogie board on the counter. Boogie board? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a little dry erase board. I imagine an actual boogie board. Now that would be racy. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? No, the little one that you could write on. (laughs) No, we don't. We, We, you know, we're... We're pretty non-holiday people, but pretty solid in our relationship. There you go. I mean, you got to do what works. Yep. Well, before we talk more about love, all things love for Valentine's Day, let's let's talk a little bit about some, you know, insights from the internet on love. Isn't that where you get all the important knowledge on all things? Yeah, and a lot of people have a lot of things to say about it. You know, do you remember the movie 16 Candles? I know that there was a movie called 16 Candles, and I think I've seen segments. You were probably for that year. I'm not sure. Sorry, it was not appropriate for me to see. (laughs) No, it was not. Jim Baker from that movie said this, that's why they call them crushes. If they were easy, they'd call them something else. Hmm, Interesting. Well, this is way more my era. Here's a lyric from a popular Backstreet Boys song. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you did, as long as you love me. I wanted to sing it. Should I go back and sing it? Yeah, no, please no, do. I should not. Okay. I should not. All right. But yeah, that sounds like a teenage girl. <laughs> well, it does. And me. when my daughters, as you, were teenage when that came out, they were teenagers then, I would go, it doesn't matter, you know, whether they escape from a mental institution. It doesn't <laughs> matter, you know, this song is so wrong. This is on so wrong. Every Stop level. singing it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, here's Henry Youngman, who you definitely don't believe, because I think he was a comedian in like the 40s or 50s or something. Uh, You weren't even around then. Uh, Isn't that amazing? (laughs) (laughs) He said, you can't buy love, but you can pay heavily for it. Mm, Okay, I see that one. I see that. Well, your favorite, Groucho Marx says, I was married by a judge. I should have asked for a jury. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty funny, don't Mm, you think? mm Mm-hmm. All right. This is a piece of knowledge that um, I think is pretty smart, and I don't know who it came from. Girls want a lot from one guy. On the other hand, a guy only wants one thing from a lot of girls. Womp womp. Well, that's sad, but sometimes true. Yep. Jerry Seinfeld said, men want the same thing from their underwear that they want from women. A little bit of support and a little bit of freedom. <laughs> I think that's really true. <laughs> Weirdly said, but true. All right. Sharon Stone said this one. Women might be able to fake orgasms, but men can fake a whole relationship. I mean, that's a podcast in itself. It is. That's some truth. Yep. 
Last but not least, Bob Hope says people who throw kisses are hopelessly lazy. Yeah? Uh, sure. I'm just imagining Rev blowing kisses. Oh, no, she's adorable. She's but adorable. I, mean, I can see the thought behind that for That's sure. That's a different thing. Well, with Valentine's coming tomorrow, we thought we had to talk about love and, you know, a little bit about where you are, whether you're married, you're looking for a man, you're in a relationship, good or bad, or you're on pause because you're just tired of the whole thing. Yes, please don't check out if you happen to not be in a relationship right now, because I'm hoping that we'll have something helpful to say for you regarding your relationship status, however complicated it might be. And you know what? I'm always looking to learn a little bit about my relationship as well. We can all say it's complicated. (laughs) Love is extremely complicated. And then Valentine's Day to me, maybe this is why we don't celebrate it. It shines a spotlight on what you think love should look like, uh, what it may or may not look like, what the expectations are. And you just kind of, to me, you get a little bit confused about what it is. Totally, Dar. I mean, Valentine's Day definitely tries to put a romantic spin on situations that may not actually be romantic. True, true. And you may be in one of these places. There are a lot of different places we find ourselves in on this holiday. Maybe you're dating, but this guy's really not for you. Now, it's a free meal. I get that. I really <laughs> the do. Full meal deal. Yeah, the free meal deal. <laughs> free meal deal. Um, but you know what? Nobody wants to be let on. And Julie, I, I will confess, I was the worst, absolute <laughs> worst at date in this arena of dating because I would date one guy on Friday, another guy on Saturday, go to a concert with a different one on Sunday because it was you know, free Free stuff. Yes. (laughs) It was wrong, but yeah, I did that a lot. Yeah, you're right. And certainly some of our listeners are in that like, well, I'd rather, I'd rather have somebody to go out with than be alone until somebody better comes along. And at the end of the day, you don't want somebody treating you that way as well. Uh, In another situation, maybe you're committed to or engaged to somebody, but he's not taking the step to actually plan the wedding, set the date, really make plans to move your relationship to that permanent place. And maybe this is, you know, your Valentine's date needs to become your last supper, so to speak, because you know, in your gut, in your heart, you know, in that intuition that this is really all it's ever going to be. Yeah, so true. Or perhaps you are engaged and you are planning the date for the wedding. I I would suggest don't spend a whole lot of money on a big meal or gifts because you've got a lot of expenses coming up between wedding and life and all of that. You know, focus on that. Or if you want to go out, do. But just know that don't blow the bank. Let me just put it that way. True. Maybe you are married or in your long-term you know, relationship that you feel secure in and your guy just isn't the romantic person. He's not really one to make a big deal about the holiday, but it's important to you. Figure out a way that you both feel like you're acknowledging the holiday. So if you need to be honest and say, hey, I want a nice dinner, but we don't have to go out or say, it's okay if we don't go out because we're fighting, especially here in Southwest Florida, all the thousands of people who are trying to go out today. But can we go out sometime soon and make sure we have a nice date night? But at the end of the day, one fancy date is not the definition of your relationship or shouldn't yeah. be. <laughs> it shouldn't be. Absolutely not. Which, you know, let's touch on what great relationships are. Um, if you're married, build on it. Hmm. We, we talked about that a few episodes ago, and we'll put in the show notes a link to it just so you can go back and listen. 
But it's important to not just start, say, I, I'm married, this is a great wedding, we, you know, life together is a piece of cake, which it's not. <laughs> um, but it is taking that moment and moving on through your relationship to keep building on it. That's when it becomes healthy and whole. Yeah, I mean, I like that you put kind of in your note here on if you're married, keep building it, a reminder that it's an investment and it's worth the investment that building a long, healthy life long relationship doesn't happen overnight and isn't easy and isn't without a fight. Not, not isn't without fights, although I think that's true as well, but (laughs) there will be things that come at you that will threaten that feeling of, is this going to make it? And you have to be willing to push through even in those times, maybe even harder in those times. So true. And if you're dating someone who has the qualities that you know, make a long-term healthy relationship Keep investing in that too. Find the the compromises, the, you know, like Julie said, even on the the go out to dinner, don't go out to dinner, whatever it takes. Find the ways to to join two personalities together and build on that relationship. I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, we're talking about celebrating great relationships. You need to have a, a base of friendship, like really enjoying being with your partner without necessarily it always feeling lovey-dovey, but just really enjoying the friendship that you share is one of the biggest keys for long-term success. Julie, would you say Donnie is your best or one of your absolutely best friends? Yes. And you know, it's awkward to say this, but I remember not feeling that way with my first husband. That was something that was really missing in our relationship. And so, um, one thing I try to do for Donnie is I do leave him notes. He loves it. It's something that he has clearly said, Hey, I really like when you do that. Uh, So I write him a a note in his lunch and often I will just write, I like you. (laughs) And it makes me so happy to write like, I like you and I love you. And that's an important thing for me and our marriage to keep at the, at the forefront. Well, and I think that's a great tip for anyone looking for a long-term relationship. You need to like the person. Mm -hmm. And when you end up with them, you know, in a marriage scenario or building toward one, you find you like them more. You trust them more. You will tell them more of your secrets. You will share your heart because they are your best friend. For sure. If you're building a relationship, Julie, as anyone who's ever gone down this road knows, there are obstacles. Mm -hmm. There are even roadblocks. Don't be afraid of those. Don't feel like those either ruin the relationship or on the other hand, maybe they're warning signs. Yeah, I I feel like I have experience with both of those where sometimes where it's like, okay, well, this is becoming too hard in a dating situation and you got to kind of read the signs, read the room and realize this is not what I'm looking for. And then there's other times where you're like, no, this is a test of how committed can we be? And we need to work through things together to determine how would we work in a long-term relationship? Or you are married and you're realizing that if I'm going to be with this joker for the rest of my life, we're going to have more of these types of situations. And we have to learn how to walk through, talk through, communicate through, fight through, and make up through lots of situations like this and many that will be very different. You know, we have an article on the website from one of our writers that tell the tale of how her boyfriend at the time broke up with her on Valentine's Day. Wah, wah. Yeah, like dinner, see you later, I'm out of here. I mean, seriously. The irony is that's the man she ended up marrying. Wait, what? Yeah. 
I mean, okay. even that roundabout way to get there. Horrible, horrible moment made them both, both realize what they meant to each other. Interesting. Yeah. I don't even know what to follow with that, but now I want to click the show notes and read more about that article. <laughs> Thinking about that, it is true. I mean, a lot of relationships take those breaks or, you know, stops or arguments that require some cooling off period and really both people in the couple going separate and thinking, is this something I really want to fight for? And am I committed to? And can I do life without this person? Or am I willing to put in the effort to make it through this issue? I think most relationships experience those types of kind of fork in the road moments, whether it's a true breakup or just a significant conflict where you really have to decide, am I all in this? And what is that going to look like? And what's it going to take? Yeah, I'd, I'd encourage you not to be afraid of the process because that's part of getting to the end. And sometimes the end says, nope, not it. So don't, do not settle on an, an inferior relationship. But the process can often prove it is a healthy relationship or can be right. because you've worked through the obstacles. Yeah, I mean, I guess we want to make sure you're not hearing that all relationships have horrible fights and it's normal and just persevere and figure it out. But I think I just kind of constantly want to remind women, and this is just, I wish I had trusted my own instincts more early on in my dating years, that you do have kind of a gut intuition of, is this normal? Is this healthy? Is this something that's good for me? Or is this just a fight that I either need to put my pride aside or I need to communicate differently or we need to cool off? And we're both truly for one another. We're just not hearing each other right in this moment. And there really is a difference between those two. You know, in light of Valentine's Day, you know, Valentine's Day is a lot of gestures. And there's something I wrote a few years ago that I'm, I want us to bring out. And that's kind of a comparison of what you may get from him and what you really want from him. So I'm going to, with Julie's help, going to tackle a few, well, all of these. Here's one. He brings me flowers to win my heart. He tells me the truth to earn my trust. I remember this article. It's so good. We're going to link the original article in here too, right? Yep. Okay. Sure. She says, he willingly carries my purse in public. He lovingly carries my pain in private. He remembers our special days. He remembers to pick up the kids. I mean, yes. <laughs> he makes reservations for Valentine's Day. He cooks dinner when I've had a bad day. So true. So true. That's what you want to look for. He keeps my picture on his phone. He holds my needs in his heart. He makes promises of good times. He keeps his promises in bad times. I want to, I just want to amen that I one. I know, right? Yes, so for good. sure. He tells me he loves me. He shows me he loves me. Oh, so many important truths. I feel like we're putting this in the show notes. I want to keep saying that like somebody needs to read through those, maybe pray through those, maybe even talk with their spouse through these things and put she in there or I will in there as a way of kind of reconnecting with your partner about this is what we want our relationship to look like. This is how love is best showing up in our marriage when, when we commit to things like this, because I think you wrote it really beautifully, but it really kind of stirs up a desire to see those things lived out in your healthy relationship for sure. 
There's something you and I have said multiple times, Julie, and there is nothing more lonely than being in an unhealthy relationship, in an unhealthy marriage. You think having that relationship, having that person in your life is going to take away the loneliness? Mm -hmm. Not true. No, that could be crippling loneliness when you're in a relationship that lacks those things we just talked about. And you know it should be different, and yet it's not. It actually feels more lonely than being alone. And, and somebody's listening thinking like, well, I don't know. I think it'd be better. It's, it's a different, deeper, more painful type of loneliness when there's somebody there who's supposed to see you and care about you and um, cherish you. And for whatever reason, it's not that way. Well, and I think it becomes glaringly obvious and very hurtful when the one person that you have made a commitment to the one person you have given your heart, you have given everything to and said, I, I am, I'm yours. And they go, you're kind of mine. Mm. They say, mm. well, when it's convenient or when it does not interfere on things that matter to me, I will care for you. Or I only want this one part of you. Yes, absolutely. And I know in that relationship, you know, you, if you're married and you're there and you have a husband who does not want to love you in the hard times when you're sick, when you're challenged, but then he wants to have sex on those days. Okay, you talk about feeling lonely. Yeah. There's nothing more painful than that. So I we say all of this not to bring up horrible things, but to warn you to say it is not the answer. Just having a person in your life to, you know, say, I do, I will marry you. We are getting married, have the wedding just to do that and end up with something that's not what it should be. Yeah. Don't go there. Don't go there. Please don't go there for sure. Do not settle. I, I think we have to follow this with a reminder of the beauty of if you find yourself in a position where you have not found somebody who really truly is worthy of investing in that type of relationship and you are single it's not a, a death sentence you've said before. It's not some declaration of your worth. No, it's a season where you have the freedom to love yourself in some beautiful ways and to invest in yourself and invest in others. And so we would just want to remind you and encourage you to cherish this time and make the most of it. There are plenty of things to focus on if you're not focusing on a romantic relationship. You know, sometimes I think you think without someone in my life, I can't do all the things. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you, you can. Mm -hmm. If there's a place you want to travel, go. Get a friend if you want, or if you're completely confident, go by yourself. You mm -hmm. can go to exotic locations. You can save up and take a trip to Europe or, you know, whatever you would like. Or, you know, what's amazingly fun is a road trip. Mm -hmm take a road trip with a friend and go antiquing or go to all the boutiques you always wanted mm -hmm. to go to, see the weirdest things in the world <laughs> together. Just say, I can do this because I don't have a responsibility to anyone else. Yeah, for sure. And focus on your friendships. I mean, I, I was actually just talking with Donnie last night about how, you know, when he and I, when he and I first started dating, I had my group, group of girlfriends that came over to my house without fail every single week because that was my life. You know, I had the freedom to do that. And now we see each other once a quarter, it feels like. And it's like, 
that's okay. It's a change in season, but I also have to grieve that loss that I just, I don't have that freedom anymore. And so just really in a, a reminder to invest in those friendships, both with married friends and other single friends. I mean, there's value in different relationships with people in different seasons of life, but there is a freedom that you don't have to just pick up and go wherever and do whatever on any night of the week when you're single. And that there's a blessing in that. Well, and Julie, I watched you in those seasons with your friends and it provided such a rich support Mm -hmm. that you needed and they needed too Mm -hmm. at that time in life. Well, and yeah, most of them were married and they needed a time to get away from the, you know, kind of routine of home life. And so, you know, it couldn't last forever at the level that we were doing it. And we've, you know, kind of seen that play out, but we're still committed to those friendships and we see each other regularly. And so I guess what we're saying is this might be a time to really look for kind of those deep friendships while you have more availability. You don't have to share a closet. (laughs) You can totally fill your closet with whatever clothes that you want, with whatever shoes you want, with whatever Mm -hmm. style you want. And you don't even have to wear something that somebody else has an opinion about. You can do whatever you want. So go for it. I mean, that's true. I literally, when I bought my townhouse, I had two closets and I was like, sweet, I'm converting one to be for my shoes and accessories. And my poor husband, I mean, we're still in that place. One day we're going to move. I don't know when. (laughs) And he has like one third of my closet, my clothes closet. And I'm like, sorry, they're just got to make this work. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) How about this one? Move to a new city. You, you can go anywhere you want. Um, say you've always wanted to live, I don't know, in New York. You've always wanted to live where it's warm because you're tired of being cold. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do that because you don't have another person in your life that says, no, my job, no, my career, no, my Family. home. You can go... I want to go live there for a while, so I'm going to. You can buy a house. I mean, it is so, you don't have to wait to be in a marriage to buy your dream house. You can decorate it however the heck you want, live wherever you want. Um, These are decisions that you don't have to wait on. You can even adopt a child. I mean, I have so many single friends who had a heart for becoming a mom. Um, Some had a heart for, you know, foster to adoption, and they just said, why am I waiting? There's somebody who needs me, or I want to have that relationship, whether or not I ever marry. And so I, I would just say, you don't have to wait for any of these things, live your life. And oftentimes when you're feeling fulfilled in the, the way you're living your life now, that's when you have the opportunity to meet somebody. Now I'm not, it's not a guarantee, right? Like, just like, it's not a guarantee that anyone gets married, But oftentimes when you are at a healthy place where you're walking in joy, you're walking in purpose, you feel fulfilled in the things that are already in your life, you're more available and dare I say emotionally mature and uh, ready to be in a relationship with someone else who's also in a similar place. What if you're in a career that you may or may not like or you've always wanted to go back to school? You've wanted to further your education. Maybe you wanted to uh, become something that would require a few years of mm-hmm. classes. Do it. Yeah. Change jobs. Go get that education. And like Julie said, who knows? Let's say you're, you're going to become a doctor or, or a nurse or a physician's assistant, and you may meet that cute doctor on the way. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, why not? Um, or not. You know, it could also be the other nurse. I don't know. <laughs> um, but... 
take this opportunity to pursue whatever you want. I saw something the other day, Julie, where we've used, you know, the scripture, 1 Corinthians 13, love is kind, love is this, love is that. I'm sorry, that sounded really, love is, love is, love is. But what I'm saying with that is when you're dating someone, go to that scripture and put their name in. Is Bob kind? Is Bob loving? Is Bob patient? Go put that name in, and that's going to be very telling for you on whether they are worthy they are worthy of more of your time than you're already giving. And in addition to that, can they put your name in? I was going to say, but what if they do the same thing? And then I thought, well, I mean, that's probably a good litmus, litmus test to, are you ready to be in a relationship? I mean, I just feel like there's so much attention on, you know, why is no one out there for me to date? But sometimes we have to really look inward and say, am I ready today? And it's okay if you're not, you will benefit from taking the time to do the work or enjoy the season of being single so that when the time comes for you to really invest your life with and alongside somebody, you have a better, a better chance of standing the test of time through all the ups and downs and all the Valentine's days and all of the every other normal days of the year where you want your love to be growing and to be stable and to be strong and to be sure, which is what we want. What's what we want for you and for us. Um, whether you're in that relationship today or you hope to be. We hope that as you celebrate Valentine's or hey, Galentine's, uh-huh. let's link to our Galentine's episode from yeah. a few re- years back. Um, this day doesn't have to be something that makes you sad. It can be a time to really reflect on what does love look like in your life right now? Love for yourself, love for a partner, love for God, love for others, and not let it have maybe some negative connotation that it's had in the past or just be really shallow. So celebrate tomorrow, but don't just celebrate tomorrow. Hmm. You know, find what relationship you want and how to invest in it. And hopefully we've helped you come up with a few ways and ideas to do that um, over the long haul. Dar, are we reading the love chapter to close this episode? Or did you find another verse that works with us as we think about love today? Yeah, we're not. Um, because I want to go back to the fact that the person you find needs to be your friend mm. first. This is Proverbs seventeen seventeen. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Well, amen to that. Thanks, friends, for listening to this episode. Hey, we love you, and we wish you a very happy Valentine's Day. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life. Make sure you've subscribed and rated and reviewed the show so more friends can find us. You can also share about this episode on your social media or send it to a friend you think it could help. You can find everything we talked about in this episode on our website, gritandgracelife.com, where you'll also find plenty of other articles from other women answering questions you may have.